We're moving on. Yeah, we don't have to worry about <laughs> recording this time. That red light is going, and so are we right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to Take Under. This is Joseph here with Hector. What up, everybody? <laughs> and we can just jump right into it. Follow up from last week. Apologies for the audio. I had to use some backup tracks. I know it kind of sounded weird in some segments, but good news is I think we found the glitch, at least from our end. Hector even sought out a glitch that we weren't even wor- worrying about, and we should be able to do better from here on out. We're already yeah, recording I hope right I sound now. sound better. <laughs> you do, for sure, at least on my end. Uh, and we're already <laughs> recording right now, so we're at least doing better than our last episode. <laughs> We don't lose our first first 15 minutes this time. <laughs> yeah, I figure we should probably also get rid of all of our apologies from our last, our previous episodes up in the beginning of our episodes going forward. <laughs> and so to Blade and Anofi, uh, apologies. I thought you guys got beat because I apparently missed the end of that match. I know I watched most of it and I actually did enjoy it because Legado was there. But uh, yeah, that's what not paying attention gets you as I made a real dumb pick for the Dusty Classic and my team was already eliminated when I made them as a pick. But Hector's pick of GYV has moved on in the tournament. Yes, I'm happy for that one, so. Um, and I didn't even watch. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, wait, this, this week, yeah, yes. This week yeah, this watch. week, yeah. And they, it, was, it was this week that they wrestled, wasn't it? Maybe it was? Yeah, it was this week that they wrestled. Okay, moving on. We'll get to NXT and its many shortcomings. But this week was actually not that bad. Uh, but before we get there, RIP to Shayna and Ricochet's themes. Some of the last remaining legacies of the black and gold brand. Two absolute goat bangers that we will probably never hear again for some sort of butt rock themes that are just as forgettable as any of the stuff from the Attitude Era. Yeah, moment of silence for that. But uh, what the hell, man? <laughs> Maybe Vince is that, like Vince just has a lot of time on his hands, and he watches our show, and he's like, "What is everything I can get rid?" Or he listens to our show. What is everything I can get rid of that has any ties to this? And there are people who I like, who they like. Let bring them to me, and I will feed them to everybody that I hate. Oh, I was like, <laughs> to oh my, that I like. Why? Why would you get rid? Of, like your first of all, Ricochet song. I was so happy that you like kept it, even though they added like the additional ricochets. Yeah, which is at bad. the beginning, which is not necessary. And then like Shayna Baszler's song was amazing. It, it scared the hell out of you the moment you heard like the first bit of it open up and then yeah. just come on through. Why? Why? Why would you do this to someone who's a beast? As a champion. Because she can't take uh, away from her friend who's here now, which we don't need to get into of anything. Uh, um, well, actually, on that, on a related note, RIP to Charlotte, your sacrifice will not be in vain. The program that you're about to embark on will have me probably not paying attention to you until past WrestleMania, because <laughs> there is so much other good women's wrestling right now that I don't need to. So I'm going to choose to see the good and not even pay attention to one second of that person being here because she doesn't need to be. Oh, God. uh, It's horrible. (laughs) But, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Charlotte. Thanks for taking one for the team. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, most people won't see it that way, but I definitely will because Charlotte is – I'm a huge Charlotte mark. Yeah, I mean, I guess there wasn't really that much – 
big news other than the shows to get to this week, other than obviously the Royal Rumble winners. We can really talk about the show if you want to, too. But mostly I wanted to hit the hit on the winners, one that I refuse to acknowledge altogether. Uh, and also Brock Lesnar was there. And, of course, Juan, because Brock Lesnar wins yeah. everything. Yeah, uh, there was a... It wasn't very entertaining. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was <laughs> there was some very cool things, but like uh, it made no sense because commentary was trying to make connections between storylines yeah. that I don't know about because I don't watch the two main programs. Well, you also wouldn't uh, have caught about because whoever produced most of these matches didn't hit on any of exactly. These. Yeah, there was a lot of like, oh, okay, the people are just getting tossed out. I was really just. Dis- the one thing that really disappointed me and you kind of were like cracking on a little bit was the fact that like Sarah Logan showed up and she comes in and like Liv Morgan is in the ring. And I was like, Oh cool. Riot squad. Like, or like they get to see each other. They're friends, whatever. Haven't seen each other since like, or Sarah Logan hasn't been there since she got cut or whatever. I was like, that's really cool. And then they get tossed out. I was like, at least let them hug or something like, God damn it. Like, no, because she started some crying sort of connection. right away, dude. I don't care. All Give she, the people what they want. All like she ever does is cry. Well, they gave me what I want. The Bellas spoke through, spoke for me, man. Those owls on their forehead. Yes, get these losers out of here. Oh and god, get rid of the Riot Squad because the one good one doesn't even go here anymore. I I I I hated Nikki Bella for that, and I look at and I'm all like, come on, breathe. Like you're better than this. Like. You you're you're hitched to like the best wrestler currently in the world right now. Like you didn't need to do this. Like, <laughs> but whatever. Um, other than other than that, uh, the other matches I thought were kind of interesting that weren't part of the Rumble. Uh-huh. Um, was it uh Edge and the Glamazon? That was kind of cool. I actually really enjoyed that match. Yeah. Even though it was like wholesome family fun for that one, I did like that they. <laughs> Went to their pick up their kids and walked out with them. Right but like, at the end. Yeah, I mean they have like they want to have a match that they can show to their kids. I saw people shitting on it saying like, "Oh, Adam Cole and Britt Baker and uh, Chris Statlander and Cole and Cassidy was better than this." It's like you guys realize they are going for completely different like things. Yeah, exactly. And if you saw Beth's post today about it, like, how could you not like this story? That match was pretty great for what it was, even though Edge and Miz had to carry most of it. Marie's like was never really that serious of a wrestler before either. She was part of the Divas era, so they did as good as they could. I thought it was. I thought that match was pretty entertaining. Um, as far as the whole thing goes, the men's rumble was a snoozer. I had to watch it one and a half times because I fell asleep the first time. Yeah, and I actually fell asleep in the middle of it the second time too, but I had already seen that part, so it was actually okay. Um, maybe it was only one time in total, but uh, a lot of people are crapping on the women's rumble. And I don't. I honestly don't feel it was merited. And there'll be probably a lot more in depth about this on Basics Guide to Women's Wrestling. But if you go back and watch it, it was actually really entertaining until number twenty-eight, which is you know who. And she shouldn't have been at number twenty-eight as the other thing. She should have just been at thirty because all she did was come in and throw Shane O'Mac punches for the next five minutes and then sit off to the side while the actual future of women's of the future of wrestling in in general. Bianca, Rhea, Charlotte, and Shayna were there. And once all that dust settled, then she went off and fucked off with Charlotte. But, like, other than that, that match had a lot of really cool things. Like, Nikki Ash even looked cool in the middle of that. They got Molly involved. The legend spots were all pretty good. Uh, like, I really actually was really thoroughly entertained by that match. 
But what I really wanted to at least touch on was Seth and Roman. That match could have been match of the year if they had had a better finish, in my opinion. And I get the finish, how it ended, and Seth, like Roman lost his cool. It does tell a, lot, a cool story, fine. But at some point, they got to they gotta reconvene. However, I thought, I think if they had done this clean, it could have been match of the year for sure. So the the women's rumble, I agree with you completely because I was watching this again with like my brother. He was he, he's a casual viewer. He doesn't watch this all the time, mm. and he enjoyed that so much better than the men's. Also, he was shocked that Lita was there. He's like, I thought she couldn't <laughs> ever wrestle again. Blah 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 blah. He so was so excited. <laughs> and then uh, uh, he remembers Shayna Baszler from the times that he would watch on NXT. He's like, oh, like she came in. He's like. He's like, why is she smiling to what's her face? And I was like, because they're friends. He's like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, that I thought it was great. I'm, I'm just really disappointed because again, I want Shayna Baszler to be freaking amazing because I, I need to see that. I, yeah. I, I, I need to have like a really good heel that I can enjoy and respect and hate at the same time. Like that's what she did to me. Uh, I Britt Baker is not that, but that's a different thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, I introduced the women's a lot better. Um, the Seth and Roman thing, Seth's an asshole. Like <laughs> that's why it was so good, dude. Did you so see? I, did you see the Go Home Show on Friday? No, I didn't. But like, I knew that I I heard I heard this was gonna be the match, but it started off with this. Yeah. So I thought so I thought it was gonna be like, oh, this is gonna affect like the men's rumble or whatever, or the same thing that happened like I think like a year or two ago with like Becky. I was like, oh, they're gonna probably copy the same thing. But then like you see Roman walk in, he's alone, nobody's with him. I was like, okay, I don't know what's happened. Uh okay, he's by himself. And then you hear like, because Seth, like, he keeps remaking himself, which is kind of very cool, kind of a Chris Jericho type of thing. So kudos to him to keep doing that for himself. And then you hear the shield music come on. And Roman Reigns has the same fucking facial reaction that I do. And I'm just like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, it, it, it was so good just to throw him off with that. Yeah. And he comes out in the gear, too. I thought it was just had the music playing out. I right. was going to walk out. No, he came through the crowd and the in the gear. And I was like, oh, he's fucking with the big time. Yeah, um, that was the peak of the show. And, like, not even in a bad way. Because, again, I like the Women's Rumble. I loved that match. But that was... If that match should have gone on at the end of the night and there should have been a title change because that that was the peak. That was so fucking cool. And then uh, the reason I was asking about the go-home show on Friday is because if you haven't watched it, I know me and you have like kind of gone back and forth about Seth before where you think he's really good, but you don't think he's quite the wrestling god that I do. Watch mm -hmm. that segment, dude. Like he came out in a not only like a Joker suit that was purple with a green tie and everything, but his facials and the way he goes out of like psychotically laughing to like desperately serious that he's gonna beat roman and roman can't beat him it was so fucking good it between that and the and the match on saturday it was some of the best work that that i've ever seen and it honestly has me going back and forth whether or not seth or brian are daniel bryan are the best wrestler on the planet right now since kenny's on the shelf right now <laughs> uh, uh, uh that would be my homework just so i can watch that <laughs> Um, I wanted to get back to Shayna real quick, and like the we were going back and forth about it today, and you had mentioned like you hope that she doesn't get brought up with what's her face, and I honestly think that's inevitable. But 
Well, another thing, I just think we got to take the good with the bad. And if Shayna gets more time, I think she'll steal the show. And that's all that will matter. Uh, yeah, see, so this conversation, uh, we were we were having, like, when we were both at work, like, going back and forth about this, which is hilarious. Thank, I'm so glad about my new job. Um <laughs> The, I can I can agree I can agree with you on that aspect a little bit, but I'm just like so pissed that I don't want her to be ruined by this or like more fed into like oh you're just gonna do what we tell you like no like okay I I did your bullshit gimmicks for whatever the year and a half that you've had me up here that you've pretty much like chat on my name or whatever as a champ. <laughs> Now let me be who the fuck I'm supposed to be. I don't want to be so-and-so's friend on TV. Let me fucking start snapping necks and shit and choking people the fuck out. Like, let let me do that. Just fucking start letting me do that little by little. And just creep up on the two champs that are out here. Like, that's all you need to start doing. Like, if you do it with... If you do what she did in NXT with Jessamine and uh, Marina Shafir... Those like those two were kind of chumps. We joked about them and laughed about them all the time here. Like they weren't ever that great. But now she's there with Rhonda, and Rhonda's the baddest female, whatever. But uh, like the two of them can can actually well, like and at least in this universe, because they've been set up that way, can credibly the two of them just steamroll everybody else. So if Shayna gets time doing that, and because you saw how gassed Rhonda looked in that little time that she was in the ring, Shayna's gonna have to pull the weight here. Hopefully Vince will see that again and see her see what we saw in Elimination Chamber and his dementia will reset and be like, oh, yeah, Shayna is good. Why haven't I been using this person? She's the Brock, not not the blonde one. This is Brock right here. And then maybe <sighs> maybe we'll he'll finally fucking fall backwards into the, the right solution. But we can only hope for now, dude. That, I, I'm hoping so. I hope so. I really hope so. That's what that happens. Unless freaking Laurenitis and Con or whatever, like no, no, no. Here's here's your medication. We went let's drug you up again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I hate a lot of the dynamics that we get reported on in this company and the way that Vince is like, no, my toys. You have to see them the way I see them. Anyway, we can move on to the actual shows now. We've been going for about fifteen minutes. Uh, so we can start with the the worser of the two for sure. Even though, again, as I said before, this was their best show in a long time, and so I actually asked you to watch this one, and I believe you did. Before we get to the actual show, Vengeance Day, day after uh Valentine's two fifteen. Again, no take under name or no no takeover name. Are we keeping ours? I gotta ask one more time. Yeah, well, paying homage to it, like respect right. respect the legend. Um. <laughs> It's, it's so stupid. Why, why step away from something you made your, made your own? Like, everybody has their names for their for their pay per views or their, uh, per, what uh whatever the fuck they want to call this shit now on Peacock, um, just leave it take over. Everybody knows what the hell it is. You make it super cool. You have some of the best freaking titles ever just by saying. Take over, uh, take over Portland or take over New York or take over Twenty Three or whatever. Like people understand that and and respect it. Like, why would you step away from something with such legacy behind it? it? Whatever. I'm questioning this from a logical person. Never mind. This is WWE. <laughs> yeah, it's not always gonna be the case here. 
Um, but you did have your one of your player the wrestlers that you were most looking forward to in 2022. Cameron Grimes wrestled, and he's got a program going with Carmella right now. Well, how do you feel about that? First off, holy shit, what the fuck happened to my boy? Um, <laughs> His beard, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I told and, you, dude, we said about, I told you last week, RIP to that. Um, I remember his hair when he had that, that competition thing for the, and he won the hair versus hair. Yeah. But his hair still got trimmed. I was like, all right, I can still deal with it. It's still long. He's still the country bumpkin that, that hit oil. Like, I'm all right with this. <laughs> But man, with that, yeah. But then with him with that, his beard, like his trademark beard, and I was like, ah, don't do this. Don't make him look clean, like too clean cut. Um, well, maybe he but, had to sell his beard because the Bitcoin crash. <laughs> they gotta write that in somehow. Yeah, I, I hope they kind of do. He's like, what's this about Russia? Um, but yeah, I was, I was like, okay, but he's still Cameron Grimes. Still to the moon, buddy. Um, and kisses grits because man is he's still fantastic. I'm okay with this. I feel I still think he deserves to have like a better challenge uh, than this Carmelo dude. Dude, Carmelo's <laughs> great. He's put on nothing but really good matches. I think they'll have a good program. At, and there's no way I don't think he. I don't think he's being Carmelo. I think Vince loves Carmelo, especially the way that they promote him with NXT 2.0. God damn it! That's what I was afraid of. Carmella's uh, really good though. They'll put they'll put on a really good match, but yeah, I don't. And Grimes doesn't oh, really need a title. He's he's a draw either way. Yeah, he's a draw either way. I just like to you know he's there. He's still left over from from the 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 uh, the black and gold brand. Like I kind of want to see him. At least, yeah, like strap him a little bit. Like I know he had the million dollar belt but they got rid of that shit so fucking quick like right. at least have them try to go for the north american title um but i guess there's some other program going on with that also who the hell was performing oh ollie J or something like that yeah <laughs> but she was like yeah i am nxt 2.0 it's like uh that's not something uh, you want to go around telling people i don't know if you've been watching mm -mm. you definitely haven't been watching the product if that's the case. I mean, obviously, <laughs> look at you like you don't watch the product because nobody watches NXT 2.0. But yeah, don't don't go telling people you're you're involved with this. Yeah, uh, well, I saw that and I was like, please tell me Poppy's gonna come out and bitch slap her, and then like <laughs> fucking everything turns black and gold again. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Maybe there'll be an invasion at some point, or just like a point where the vets are like, nah, fuck this, this sucks, and we'll start doing something <laughs> cool again. But. Yeah, so, I mean, so far, even, like like I said, this was a really good show this week. This is much more entertaining than they've been for the majority of this run, but it still still isn't that. Yeah. Isn't, isn't this, what it was. This this episode, I will give you credit. The, thank you for telling me to watch this one. Yeah, this was the one to This was really, really good, because it starts off with MSK and uh, the Time Jackets, or whatever they call themselves, or I keep wanting to say time splitters, but that's not the right <laughs> name. But man, that was a great match. Also, to the NXT crowd, you reminded me of the original crowd that I first came into with like everybody just cheering on their bleachers and all into it. I was like, man, that is a fantastic atmosphere to be in. Also, I for whatever fucking reason, 
the camera crew was fucking amazing. Like, they're all like, oh, yeah, we're all back now. Like, for this one episode. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fantastic camera work. The crowd was great. They just need to work on the audio because they have nothing absorbing the sound that's bouncing off those bare walls. But, man, that that was fantastic. I enjoyed that quite a bit. That, and then all the matches that followed. Also, the promos were decent. Like, Yeah, to, uh, I mean, also, that's what I wanted to get to next. So... I was, like, like I said before, my dumb pick earlier, my team has already been eliminated. But maybe it's for the best because Legado as a whole is now feuding with the WWE champion. And even though I was down on it, on, on Santos getting fed to Braun, I mean, this program is going to be great. The two of them together in that ring was awesome. Yeah, like... I was, so I just realized something, and that's how much I... And, that's how long it's been since I've actually seen a, an NXT episode, is when I watch AEW and I see Andrade, I was like, why does this motherfucker look so familiar? Like, something's <laughs> missing. And then, I wa- and then I watched this episode of NXT, and I was like, fucking Escobar. Like, so great. Fucking charisma, fucking pouring out out of the whole group in him, and just telling it how it is. And then fucking Braun comes out, and he and Escobar are fucking afraid of him. But man, when Braun Breaker freaking said, Cállate, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I even was like, took a step back to was like, what does Gringo say? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was so good. I enjoyed that so much. Yeah, yeah, that was, I mean, yeah, obviously that was the part that caught my attention to. I was just like, oh, hold on. No, 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 come on. <laughs> And then, like, knowing that how they're going to feed him to him was also, I was like, oh, that sucks. But, man, I'm holding out hope that they know what a star Escobar is. But you can't, you can't let Braun lose at all. Um, other than that that I wanted to touch on, or I guess since we had two of the matches, how do you feel about the Dusty Classic matches so far? They remind me... Uh, the first one was fantastic. The GYV one, like... I'm kind of just like push over a little bit. It was still entertaining, but it did kind of remind me uh, a little bit of the other Dusty Classics because I believe all the Dusty Classics have been actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I never got to see like the original one, which oh. I still haven't, and I the should. Uh, Where the legends were fucking made, yeah. yeah. Um, but man, this is good, and I kind of like that. Uh, I think you mentioned it too, but also on this episode, they mentioned that they're going to start the women's Dusty Classic soon. So they're doing like a stagger start for them. So that way they have their own time, mm-hmm. which is what you're supposed to do to, you know, have a tournament and be appropriately and share it with both the men's and women's divisions. You know, other companies take note. Um, I think they kind of screwed up with that, to be honest with you. If they were going to do that, I think they should have done it the other way around and had the women go first because. That women's division could use an infusion of talent, and like EO, Raquel, a couple, Dakota, some of these people that need to move up already could have been in the Royal Rumble, and it was a huge missed opportunity to not have them in there. Oh, yeah, that's another thing we need to go back to. Fucking NXT was nowhere at this fucking Royal Rumble, and that was disappointing. In news for sure. Yeah, like what if this, if your whole reset was to build stars with NXT, and that's what you guys are talking about, these these are the larger than life characters, why don't you have any of them in your Rumble? Oh, right, because it was a boring ass endeavor. It's actually probably better for them that they weren't involved in that. Yeah, because like, uh, what is it? 
Charlotte came in, or like Bianca Belair was in there. Rhea showed up. Charlotte showed up. I was like, okay. And I was like, you know what would have been uh, like awesome to fucking scare the shit out of them? If fucking you hear Raquel's music come down and she fucking joins the thing. I was like, all right, all right, ladies, let's play. Like, that would have been fucking amazing. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd like to, to go back to what I was asking, I liked the, I've liked the Dusty Club uh, matches more than I thought I would, would as well. Even that uh, BJ Brothers match, I didn't entirely hate. I was, I was entertained by it, and I have not liked them at all in their, in their entire time here. Um... Moving on to further part of NXT, they actually did feature the women pretty well, but most importantly, what I wanted to talk to about and bring up with you specifically is Io Shirai and her match with Tiffany Stratton. We talked about it on Basics Guide to Women's Wrestling, and I actually made her my wrestler of the week for that show, which if you had told me that a year ago, I would have told you you were crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I thought I hated Champio, but it was never that. It was if she was if she had that reign over this current division, it would have been perfect. But no one should have dominated the best women's division ever assembled the way that she did. Like that's Brock shit, dude. And she, like showing what she did here, where she would have had a couple of these gimme matches with like Tiffany Stratton or like some of these other people who are new. Then yeah, that would have been totally like I said, would have been totally cool. But I I like rooting for Io again. Is kind of what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> It's been a while since she's really been here. Like she's had a couple of matches here or there, but since her tag team partner's been gone, other than war games, like she wasn't really here that much. Yeah, I was excited to see Eo in this, and yep, I still think she was okay. Like I, my whole defense for her reign was they just didn't know what to do because they had Eo and they had to bring everybody up. Like so, they were losing focus, and it's kind of the same thing that happened with Raquel too. The thing is, Raquel just had a shorter time yeah. as a champion. Yeah, because they were trying just... to rebrand in the middle of her championship. Run. Yeah, which is fucking stupid. Whatever. Like, yeah. if you're going to do the fucking rebrand, then drop the titles before the fucking rebrand and then go forward or whatever. And then say, like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the champion of this rebrand or whatever going forward, even though I lost the belt. Blah, 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 blah. That's. Don't want to get back into that shit. But <laughs> that's my whole defense. Is because Io, because at times you wouldn't see Io for like three weeks, but you had all these other amazing women's matches going on, and I was like, well, we're the we can have a title defense on an episode here and there, and it's especially during that time because all the women were fucking. They, it was the number one women's promotion over everybody, yeah. so it was very difficult to be like, all right, we got to make sure you're on then with her, but do you really need to feed her? Or whatever. I was like. It's so hard. I I understand the complications, especially when Triple H and freaking everybody else had to decide on what to do. But I understand your frustration. It probably would make sense more now. But <laughs> Io's still my girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real time apologies. We did mess up the Dusty Classic. Giv did face Chase University in this round. Um, okay. Yeah, the other dudes must have been the one who faced the bj brothers i just like saying bj brothers uh see the the chase see i i knew it was a chase because vince likes the chase brothers even though they're a tag team or chase university whatever the heck they are 
Yeah, that's so what the rumor is. Tag teams. So there's Chase University and there's Chase Brothers. Or no, there's, the other ones are the uh, something brothers. The ones from Diamond Mine. I forgot what their names are. Those are the ones that Vince likes, I'm sure. Not, oh, Ch- not okay. Chase University. Chase University is like a very gimmicky university crap. Like, there's a reason that they lost to GYV. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was um, like, I, I didn't know that part. Okay. I'm trying to remember the Diamond Mine guys. Yeah, I like. I've been more into NXT than you have lately, but I'm still not super, super stoked on what they're what they've been doing. I've actually enjoyed <laughs> NXT UK more often. The Creed Brothers are the guys who Vince likes. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I'd say we could probably move on from NXT and move on to the show that we actually really enjoyed, which was AEW this week, Beach Break. Before we get the into biggest... how much we enjoyed it, I want to say I ask, I need to ask a question. <laughs> And that's like, why do they always try to set up this un- undeliverable hype? And they, it's like they're trying to set the bar too far out of reach for themselves. I don't get why they do it. Tony does it and all the AEW fans do it. When they're there chanting Johnny Wrestling ahead of time, like, yeah, I want something to really happen. And then it was Danhausen. Like, Danhausen's fine. Like, the only reason he's famous is because he was on Conan that one time and he's like kind of funny i i'm not that big a danhausen fan but whatever like if you you guys have your thing aw marks love it whatever but that's just not that big a get to me i guess I at least not to me and not for how hyped it was and this isn't the first week that they've done this it seems like four or five weeks in a row at least since like some of these new signings have been eligible for um for signing or some of these releases have been eligible for signing. Like the week of Mercedes was also another week where Tony's like, oh, we have a great day. We have a great dynamite for you. And then like, you came with Mercedes? Come on, man. But they, they have been delivering to what they set the expectation to. They haven't been exceeding any of that, though, is my problem. But on the other hand, you have WWE who their fans built all the hype for them this weekend and they completely did not meet any of that bar. So when your competition's not trying, I guess you can, you can do whatever you want to. I just don't get why they keep on trying to set the bar, like set the expectation so high. Cause one of these days you're not going to even get to that bar. So to the AEW fans or whatever, like I heard, well, hold on before I continue is was, this was the biggest like freaking tease in the wild to be that kind of like pissed me off. This is this is kind of like the girl you have a crush on, and, and she like winks at you and kind of gives you a little bit of attention, but really she just wants money out of you. Like that's how I felt out of this episode because <laughs> I was there hoping for like Johnny to like show up. And and I was like, oh, he's gonna, it's fucking Cleveland, it's gonna be fucking here, like hell yeah, like he's gonna show up at the end, and he's just gonna fucking confront Adam Cole. And I was like, it's gonna be fucking amazing. Like I built this whole shit in my fucking head. Who the fuck is Dan Housen? <laughs> like that. <laughs> I actually knew Dan Housen. Like I, I was kind of stoked on it, but yeah, it's not Johnny Wrestling. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you're a gimmick. Like you're not, when, you're not a, a wrestling god. <laughs> Like he like when he came out and like for a second I couldn't clearly see, and I was like, oh, it's fucking Johnny, it's fucking Johnny. And then he turns around and like and it's all covered in makeup. I was like, who the fuck is this dude? And then people were like, oh, it's Dan Housen. I was like, who the fuck is Dan Housen? Like I couldn't understand who the fuck this person was, and that pretty much ruined the rest of the fucking match for me because <laughs> I was like, where the fuck is Johnny and who the fuck is this guy? 
and uh, whatever i couldn't care anymore and i was just so disappointed at the end about it i was like fuck it eh? and then you see a tweet at the end of the episode from johnny he's like i heard all of you i can't wait to like come out and be there it was ever like i'm just you know i need to focus on you know candace and stuff and i was like and i i get that this is, yeah. this is not johnny's fault or whatever like it's just we were so excited because of where it was gonna be we know he's free to do whatever the fuck he wants we want him to be there like i i get it but holy shit man like that just like totally derailed the episode for me because of that um but again not his fault not really AEW's fault it's just the fans like hyped it up even myself yeah but dan housen really Dude, just like... don't have anybody fucking show the fuck up <laughs> I mean, Dan Housen's all right. And, like, the whole thing about him is, like, like he is a comedy character. So what he did, the reason that Adam Cole, I mean, at least they'll probably get into this. The reason Adam Cole lost is because he cursed him. That was what he was doing when he was pointing at him and doing his whole, like, hand, hand wringing thing. Um, that's what he does is he curses the people. He carries, like, a jar of teeth with him to the ring. He does all this, like, crazy shit. He's, he's very gimmicky, very, very comic-y. Um, I think you'll get to get to enjoy him, especially with the way AEW does stuff. Like you know how I was telling you that AEW's turned me on everybody. You'll uh-huh. you'll enjoy Danhausen sooner rather than later, probably. But yeah, like the the only reason that you wouldn't at this point is because he was here instead of Johnny Wrestling on on this night specifically. But I think you'll get to like him. He already has a million views on his debut on the YouTube channel. Dude. Jesus Christ! Yeah, people like, are people are into it, and especially like a lot of the AEW marks are are using him as like the ace in the hole. Whenever people say that W the AEW signs nothing but X WWE guys, are like, well, then who's Danhausen? Like you guys don't know who Danhausen. I was like, yeah, Danhausen's fine. Don't act like Danhausen is some like huge get. The dude was just here from Ring of Honor, and the only reason he was there was because Ring of Honor folded. Like. Yeah, it, fold, it completely folded. That's when I was like, they're talking about it. I was like, oh, okay, he's from Ring of Honor. I was like, also, to the people who can fucking say that, like, they're just signing former WWE people. Like, WWE is the largest fucking promotion in the world. Where the fuck you think wrestlers are going to come from? <laughs> right. Um, also, these super the, talented. Like, Yo, we're just going to yeah. let Keith Lee go to waste? Come on, man. Yeah. Like, he's also, signed there, obviously, but, like, that kind of, th- that kind of thing. Uh, first of all, when they do their swing to Texas, which is like four weeks of it, I'm probably going to lose my shit every week because I'm going to think Keith Lee yeah. is going to pop out with one of them. Um, but also, like, the program is founded by former New Japan wrestlers. Like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, whatever. People don't, again, people don't know their history. And it's only like three years old. What the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it. It doesn't help when you have some of your like legend talent going on other podcasts and saying that people didn't know some of your guys before they like no 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 U.S. audiences knew the Young Bucks and Kenya and like uh dude if it got to me and I'm a dad who ba- who can barely pay attention to WWE yeah people knew who the Young Bucks and the Bullet Club were there's a reason that they got money to start a promotion and it wasn't because Chris Jericho was there it wasn't just because Chris Jericho was there. But moving on, we can get off of off of the whole politics of AEW and move on to the actual beach break, which was an amazing show. I really enjoyed it. We can start off with the best part about, at least my favorite part about it, the ladder match. What do you think was the hard, the like most painful spot oh. in that? 
the whole thing was fucking painful <laughs> to watch. Like, yeah, but like for them, which one do you think was if if we could actual quant actually quantify the pain that they're going through on some sort of index? Who, which one do you think was the most painful one? To to Sammy Guevara, this young man. I hope you don't feel it in the future. But when Cody chucked him on the ladder when it was upside down on the yeah. on the folding <laughs> on the hinges. I just like, ha, 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 like, cause it didn't break. It didn't bend. It just dug into him when he was thrown. It. I was like, Oh, right. I was That's totally exactly going to feel that. The one that I was thinking too. <laughs> and I was thinking that cause I, when I was watching it back, I was actually watching it back before we started recording again, but dude, the way his back snaps when he does that, like uh, that Brazilian praying arm swanton bomb. Oh man, that looked painful that ladder had no give on it cody didn't go at all he's just not big enough to break that ladder i guess in that spot but damn that it looked like he broke in half right there that's why i, th- I think that one might have been more painful but i think yours was my initial impression for sure yeah my brother was w- when when we were watching it he's all like how are they still letting them wrestle? Like, <laughs> especially he's not like that didn't break. He's like someone's in trouble. <laughs> that cutter, like, uh, people were calling it his Jeff Hardy moment already. Like, yeah, that oh, was so that good. was super cool. I loved that match. And and I do like that when they have these like, like in between promotions or like in a beach break or whatever they do or winter is coming and stuff. They do try to make sure that it it is worth you coming to tune in and listen to this because they're kind of making it special with the beach break. And it was kind of funny because I got really disappointed. I was like, well, where's the beach? Oh, they're not going to be an actual beach because they're going to freeze their fucking ass right, off. Like, yeah, that was <laughs> funny when they had Shivani and, yeah. <laughs> and them on the actual beach right there. They was all frozen. Shivani's the best commentator and like the best personality commentator in the game right now and nobody's gonna change my mind with Mado gone there's nobody even close to him in my opinion see and that's that's how we're oh god damn it not to reference back not to reference too much back but my brother was bored from the commentators at the Royal Rumble and he's all like where's the Maroism dude or whatever and I was like he's signed with CBS god damn it like I was saying uh, earlier, like if she, if Vince really wants to take the next step forward with all these MMA people, put Mauro in here because Mauro's big time now. He's Showtime, like he's doing yeah. these huge fights. Vince, bring him back. Throw all the money that you need to at him. Let him do whatever travel schedule he wants to do. If he wants to do every other Monday and pay per views, let him do whatever he wants to do. But yeah, I think you guys are right, and that's I. Well, it's because we got the worst of the two commentary teams on the women's broadcast. If we had got Pat McAfee, Michael Cole, and Corey Graves on both Rumbles, I don't know why they don't mix the broadcast teams for the Rumbles, because they should, because everybody's coming from both shows. But Pat McAfee is amazing. The dude literally read from the dictionary like two weeks ago. He looked up the definition for stupendous, because that was their tagline for for WrestleMania. That is their tagline for WrestleMania and was literally reading from the dictionary was more entertaining than Byron Sackton, fucking JBL, that bald-headed dude, the guy that he replaced, like five of the, ten of the last uh, commentators that they've had in the last, like, 20 years, dude. So, yeah, Pat McAfee was fucking amazing, 
And the whole time I was like, I fucking hate you. Because <laughs> I remember the NXT pro like thing that he had. <laughs> I was like, you're a fucking punter. Um, but yeah, he was fantastic. I can see why they contracted him and, and have him there. Like, he's he's exceptional. He's really, really good. And the whole time, I was like, fucking Morrow would compliment him fucking very well. Like, him. Oh, and NXT. There's only two voices there. You need a third. I was like, bring the bring the soul of NXT back. Oh, god damn it. Alright, whatever. We gotta keep going. We can't keep going back. It's not my fault. Um Yeah, I mean I didn't have much else that at least that I noted of AEW unless you wanted to get into anything else. But the only other thing that I can think of is you know how I know Hangman ain't that great? Beach Batch is huge, right? And he yeah. got and it was, a short yeah. little video package. Like, he couldn't even be out here for anything. We had Britt Baker doing the worst work of her career ever, feeding her to the wolves over here, but citing advanced NFL stats for some reason. But, hang, like, your actual world champion couldn't be here. Uh, maybe Daniel Bryan was right about him not being able to carry a promotion. I will say I am excited for the death match coming up, though. I do want to see that, even though I don't think they're going to surpass Mickey James and Deanna Perazzo. Uh, like, all, all I want is the fucking belt off of her. Like, I I want the belt gone. I want it to fucking... <laughs> to Brit, you mean. Uh, yeah, to Brit. Sorry. Like, yeah, hang my, in. My I, point was shitting on the other champion. You'd rather yeah. shit on that champion. All right. I'm sorry. Like, uh, to, uh, to everyone who listens to us, we do realize that we do shit on a lot. It is just because we're fucking fans. And we know they can do better. And we should always keep them to a high standard of this. And I'm so sorry that we, there might be some people that block us for this. And we're, it, this is all based on your characters as wrestling. It's not anything personal. Because that's your own personal life. You're your own human being. But when you're out performing, that's what we're on. And I'm so sorry. Maybe there's a couple people where we just... It might cross a little bit. That's it. But, again, it's your characters. You shouldn't be champ. I want the belt off. I also want the belt off to get thrown in a washer and all of a sudden it gets bigger like the sea monkeys you used to do as a kid and you put water <laughs> in. Like, that's what I want to see done to the belt, too. Um, and Hangman, three years. You got your story. You're over. People like it. Whatever. Now let the fucking American Dragon carry the fucking belt until <clears throat> until Kenny shows up or other people show, start showing up and having a promotion. Oh my god, I'm I want to fucking have the American Dragon versus Adam Cole. I want to have the American Dragon and all this for the belt. Like, whoever. Like, you had your belts. You don't show up. You're not a real cowboy. But whatever. <laughs> like, you're a champ. That's it. But please, please. We need a better women's champion for AEW. We need a better both we need, champion. Yeah, yeah. But that's where my focus is, because... Riho should be champion from Battle of the Belts. Thunder Rosa should have been champion from a long time ago. Uh, Actually, I Sheeta should be back in there. There's other people that should be qualifying for I this. Don't like, I think I like any of their champions now that I'm thinking of like their current champions. I don't think I like any. So Adam Page, no. There's better people on the roster. Britt Baker again, better people on the roster. Jurassic Express, better tag teams on the roster. TNT champion, eh, whatever. That's fine. TBS champion again, better people on the roster. They could make better matches. But 
whatever. I guess these people need the belts to make them to make them because nothing else will be able to. See, I'm okay with Jurassic Express, and the reason I'm I like, okay with them I'm having it because they've been here for a while. I'm I'm not saying that they don't need to have it. I'm just saying like there are better tag teams here, and they, yeah, they deserve I, a run for sure. No, like I, I can understand there's other better tag teams. I was like, the funny thing is that some of those fucking tag teams are either their elbows still fucking popped out, or <laughs> they have traveling issues, which is fucking ridiculous to me. Yeah. But it's okay. Um. But I believe this is good right now, especially how the way they're doing it is like, all right, we're going to battle the top five teams. Anybody that's an actual top five tag team will defend against, and they keep churning them out, which is good because it means that these teams are getting the experience against the championship team, and they can use that later on when they they either lose the belt to somebody else or whatever, and they're like, Oh, you lost against them, blah, 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 blah. We got better. You know, that's how you're supposed to build up people. Like, yeah. you reach for the top. Sometimes you don't make the summit, and then you climb again. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. You don't fucking retain belts for fucking eternity when not really defending the fuck out of them. <laughs> um, but, okay, so that that's fine. I'm okay with Jurassic Express, especially because uh, uh, Jungle Boy Jack. Like, I'm glad he's the champion finally. They need to get their tag team division going right now, though. So, uh, Private Party just wrestled Jurassic Express because they were the number one contenders on Friday. And that match is pretty good, but, like, next you have the Ass Boys, then you have the Acclaim, then you have FTR, then you have House of Black. I mean, personally, I know a lot of AEW marks love all these guys. Maybe not the Ass Boys, or they're starting to, like, they're coming around more on the Acclaim, but, like, I don't, re- I don't personally like any of these teams. So maybe I just need to stop paying attention to tag team wrestling here for a little while while they, while they get rid of this. <laughs> Or maybe I just need to expose, like, just kind of finally start buying into House of Black because that Brody King, Brody King's voice from that promo got me super intrigued in the House of Black. Yeah, I was like, I'm, 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 you know me, I'm you've an always Aleister Black Mal- fan. Yeah, yeah, you've always liked Malachi, though. And I was like, I'm, I'm totally all about it. I, the only thing that bugs the shit out of me is like, please take out the contact in your eye. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't need that. I know you're a fucking badass. I know one fucking swift kick from you fucking is gonna give someone a concussion. Like, I know you. That's it. Especially that the fucking the one time I met you is that you are literally in the ring singing cross-legged, and crazy Nikki comes and fucks with you, and she tells you who attacked you, which got me all hooked on this shit again. Um, but yeah, House of Black. That's fantastic. Um. I believe they should be the like the next champions, but not right now. Maybe in a couple months. Maybe at a pay per view or something to challenge. Um, yeah, especially the, the Ring of Honor tag team belts. Yeah, and then the Pride and Powerful. They were fucking amazing. <laughs> I I get that they weren't paying attention to fucking Jericho. But holy shit, is that a fucking good tag team? The whole storyline that they taught him that match is just like, oh, I wish Jericho would stop being the fucking best like of all time at this so that I can talk shit about him. <laughs> but yeah, that that whole match, like I really enjoyed what they were doing in that. I was like, God damn it. I was like, I want to see more of them wrestle so that way people can see how good they are. You know what really made me like turn around too? Or not turn around because I'm not turned around on them, but. In that match, I was just like, oh, look at 2.0 doesn't suck anymore. Like, even their character work is good here, dude. I hated them so much in NXT, but 
I guess AEW is just another like is a spot for people to go for a second chance because they they're running with it there and they're not doing too bad with it. I I'm still not the biggest fan because I'm not the biggest fan of them, but this is a lot better work than they're doing that they than they ever did in NXT. You are so fucking more forgiving than I am then. Because <laughs> I just fucking despise the shit out of them. I mean, you're the whole I, I know, but like I'm like just motherfuckers took yeah, motherfuckers took away TV time from other wrestlers and shit. <laughs> you should have fucking been in two hundred five. What the fuck are you on NXT? That's because yeah, I mean, Brizango probably suffered the most of anything. So yeah, I, I get your your hate there. Uh, and on that <laughs> that super hatred note, we can move on to our draft <laughs> and be done with the week. Unless there was any other AEW or NXT thoughts that you had. Uh, no, that I think I think we've pooped on a lot of them already. So, <laughs> oh man, I like I, and that's why I don't even think that we did. I I think it's a good balance because we were super stoked on both of these shows this week. It was it was another fun week of wrestling, surprisingly. And I swear we try to be positive. That the Royal Rumble <laughs> under delivered as much as it did. Like these two shows actually got me through wanting to kept me being a wrestling fan this week. So. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Um, our draft, well, I mean, just to recap our draft from last week, we got completely shut out of the Royal Rumble. None of our picks showed up. To, uh, again, to recap, you had Stone Cold, Dakota Kai, Gangrel, Deanna, and Stacey Keebler. Big Ofer. I had Bray Wyatt, Mandy, Alexa, Bailey, Braun Breaker. Another big Ofer. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, so we neither of us scored. So I guess we could just do a random number generator for our order on this um, draft. But do you want to explain the premise of it? So for today's or for this week's draft, I since we have so many like free agents that haven't signed and the potential of some people either being released from their contracts here soon or their contracts are expiring soon. That is what the draft is. So uh, it's going to be top five picks for current and future potential uh, signees to any of the promotions that we uh, cater to. So Cool. So As complicated as I say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out as we get into it anyway. Um, I got a random number generator, really just like a 50-50 shot. Do you want one or two? Uh, one. It's two. So I will go first. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it's two. Uh, my first pick of this draft is going to be... I think some of these picks are more along the lines of what the parameters you set. I may throw in one of here that's not really. It's just dream booking. Uh, I mean, all of these really are anyway. But I'm going to say Joe to TNA. And that's because he brings an audience with him wherever he's going from. And I don't know if you saw t uh, Impact a week or two ago, but apparently they're partnering with Ring of Honor for some sort of invasion storyline. I don't know if it's people from there are signed to Impact now, so they're going to be like a, an ex-Ring of Honor faction inside of Impact, or if Ooh. they're still going to work together up until uh, Impact or Ring of Honor comes back in March or April. But either way, if they're going to have some sort of like storyline with the two of these rosters going at each other, Joe needs to be in the middle of there wrecking people because he's been from both of these places. 
and him versus Gresham, him versus Moose, him versus Morrissey. I want to see it. I want to see him like now with the forbidden doors open, he can fight anybody from AEW too. If he's there, I want to see Joe and TN. I just want to see Joe wrestle. Damn it. Yeah. Please. Someone clear Joe so he can wrestle. <laughs> uh, and also, can we get an actual real big, like, broadcaster so we can watch tna <laughs> or impact on a, on a network tim phillips oh like the yeah the actual yeah, yeah i think we might we were actually considering just signing up for fight because if uh what's her ass is gonna be here then i'm gonna tune into mickey james being champion every single week to get my fix for really good women's wrestling <sighs> all right so I'm this this one's kind of a long shot, but it's true because her contract is kind of coming up, and I was actually kind of hoping to see her. Um, but Kyrie Sane signing to AEW because mm. her showing up not only would bring experience, but also I would really love to see her and Rio go at it here in America. That'd be fucking fantastic. Yeah, did they have a history in Japan? Uh, I believe so because they I. I I have to research it a little bit, but I believe they were at um the promotion that uh Stardom. New Japan bought the Joshi promotion. They were there at the same time. Okay. Cool. Uh yeah, the other one that I have, I this is probably one more that like I'm not really sure where the the contract status is or anything like that, but Honestly, the one that I've been wanting ever since I've seen him is Osprey to WWE because he needs to be at WrestleMania, whether it's in the main event or going leading into the main event or something in the mid card. People need to see what wrestling can be, and Will Osprey, I believe, is like he is the Captain America of wrestling. He is the like <laughs> as much of an asshole as he is, at least reportedly is outside or whatever you know like about his character. I don't know him personally. I don't know any of that. I've just know what we know as far as him in the ring and i love to watch him i believe he could bring fans back to wrestling or he could bring like he could bring some people back for sure i i want to see him on the grandest stage see i agree with you on that aspect but then i was like fuck i want to see him wrestle like I want to see him go up against Kenny i want yeah, to see him go that, against that's him. The like that's thing is, like i want to see him wrestle uh... these good wrestlers but I mean, and that that's where like it would it would need to be under certain circumstances. It can't be under Vince like controlling everything because Vince will never put him in the main event. But again, all like th- if we're if we're kind of dreaming here, Osprey in the main event of WrestleMania again, just so people can see the zenith and what wrestling is potential now. Okay, so all right, I know I didn't pick him number one, but two ain't too bad either. The limitless one, and he has. Oh god, I just want to see him fucking destroy people, uh, on AEW. Yeah, and and also I'm not saying choosing AEW just out of like because I'm a huge AEW mark. The reason I'm choosing AEW currently is because one, it's the second like biggest promotion in the U.S. currently now because they're on like two major networks. I would love to see him fucking do damage. In New Japan, but I can't see that shit on the regular. And also, until Impact gets off of fucking Access, whatever the hell the <laughs> network is, like, I want to see Keith Lee. So, AEW Keith Lee, I want to see him fucking just, just wreck some people. I want to see amazing fucking matches 
between people that he had in NXT, which is Cole and Gargano, but uh, new people too as well because he's extremely fucking talented for who he is. So, yeah, please, please let this happen on this four-week swing in Texas. <laughs> yeah, if there's anybody else that I want to see other than Joe, it's it's Keith Lee right now. Uh, what was your first pick again? Kyrie Sane. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I was going first. That's right. Um, cool. I had that one. So my next one is. Uh, my go. Sorry. I'm gonna have to drop because I got six. I'm gonna go <laughs> with the one that we talked about, and that is ember to AEW and put her right in the house of black have them feud with varsity blondes and take out julia Hart, whatever they need to do but have her right in there with all that supernatural creepy shit and a trio's intergender faction that's mystical that's yeah mystical like that would be cool you bastard <laughs> <laughs> oh that that's such a good pick and Damn it, I can't believe that I forgot about that. Oh, let's see who we got. Uh, so this is going to be a strange one. And I really want CJ Perry, Perry to do well. So, and it, it'd be really cool like if she partnered up with her husband in AEW, but I think she needs to go somewhere where there's good women's wrestling to like help her uh develop so to tna for cj perry like i feel so bad the way that fucking wwe has treated her especially being like thrown through like a table six times in like a three-week period by that by nia Jax. like yeah so for her to improve her like career and make her even better so she can stand out to tna for cj perry uh yeah i like that pick that'll be that'll be cool yeah it should be cool in that division um i just wonder what character she's gonna come back with if she if she comes back to wrestling so the pick that i'm throwing off because i don't think that it actually is going to be very much in the spirit of this before i say my other one is i want i kind of want kaylee ray and i would have wanted kaylee ray and AEW. I think her, her contract's still super long, so I, that's why I'm saying I'm not actually going to use it as a pick. But if you're going to be doing these hardcore women's matches, let's get the person who's best at them, please. It was my rationale behind it. But uh, I believe Roddy's contract is actually more... His soon. is coming up soon. Yeah, it's very soon to come up, and so he's going to have to be the actual pick that I go with, given the circumstance given the the parameters of the of the draft and yeah i mean let's get them let's get all these undisputed boys in somewhere where they can actually be their faction and let's get this feud with the elite going <sighs> yeah damn you <laughs> was that one that you had <laughs> that was the last one <laughs> you um... can't leave Roddy on the board that long with me you know that man <laughs> That's a good pick. Um, damn it. <laughs> See, and I didn't know about this, but hold on, let me try to let me pick somebody else while I look it up. Um, I got them. 
No, he's not released either. Why the heck? Palpatine's uh, a free well, agent. <laughs> I, God damn it. I don't know if he's ever going to come back, though. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, God damn it. Such a talent. And you fucking wasted it. Um, Obushi, I'm going to say he's going to sign to AEW with, like, you know, free reign to go into uh, New Japan whenever he wants. Because I, I believe his, his contract is coming up towards the middle of the year mm-hmm. so that's just a given so we can fucking see him and kenny together yeah yeah there's some other cool stuff i mean i mean given the parameters it's a little different too because my my initial like i said my initial one was just kind of like dream booking anybody dream ones yeah so, like okada was one that i had but the one that i really want to get in this draft and i kind of hope comes happen it comes true and it is possible uh, I believe Emi Sakura uh, from AEW was recently talking about like make me a star or or or, uh, or release me or something like that if I'm not mistaken. Um, and she, it could have just been a work because she's doing actually really good there and like her stuff on Dark is really good. But I want her to come to NXT UK because Michael is the champion and she has her own protege. If she can hold off this Blair Davenport storm, I want to see Michael and Emmy build up their own rival factions and then take over NXT UK because no, I don't give a shit about any of the dudes that are on there. I want to see all the women featured on there, and that would be the coolest storyline to have them in, I think. God damn it. <laughs> Was that another one you had? No, 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 no. So it just <laughs> it leads just into a good pick. it. So, um, B. Priestley. I was like, she's awesome, but I heard she had got signed to WWE. I just mm. didn't know where. So I just looked it up right now. She is she's performing cool. under the Blair Davenport. Yeah, that's awesome. She's going to take Michael's title, I believe. Especially if you haven't seen their match together, it's really good. Watch it. Uh, <sighs> but if Michael can hold that storm off, her and Emmy would put on magic together. God damn it. Uh, all right, let's see. So I got this. Then I can release him. Uh, damn it. Okay. All right. I don't know how this is gonna make me look. Uh, <laughs> so if AEW, oh, this ain't gonna sound right either. So, if AEW is spending time on Mercedes Martinez, which is kind of like Ever Rise, um, <laughs> then at least, you know, have someone that's a little bit better. I'm not a complete fan of this individual as a wrestler, but if it helps lore who I want to be signed here. <laughs> She's not going to hear this. She blocked us. <laughs> Uh, Mia Yim <laughs> to AEW because oh. I rather, uh, I rather see her fucking wrestle and wrestle like towards the TBS championship than fucking ever see Mercedes Martinez. Like, <laughs> so there. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's not. She's not gonna hear this. She's already. She, we we broke that tie with her, dude. She's blocked us really long ago on Twitter, probably. 
but I actually did check it out, and Keith Lee has now blocked us. So maybe he can can pass the message along. He's like, hey. <laughs> hey these guys aren't such assholes anymore. They, want, they actually want you here. I mean, they had to shit on Mercedes to do it. But <laughs> I actually like Mercedes more in that... Uh, in that race to the bottom of our of our power rankings, <laughs> but I yeah cool. So just to recap, I uh, have Joe to TNA, Osprey to AEW, Ember to AEW, Roddy to AEW, and Emmy to NXT UK. You have Kyrie to AEW, Keith Lee to AEW, CJ Perry to TNA, Ibushi to AEW, and Mia Yim to AEW. Yeah. Surprise! I am like I think I might be dumbfounded that Mia Yim went in this draft, given <laughs> the history of shit talking that we have on her in this podcast. But uh, and, and the reason is because like we're building bridges uh, now. That's why <laughs> we're, we've is, grown growth. That's what it is. <laughs> is I don't know Dakota Kai's contract limits. Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh, <laughs> but we know that she's not working right now. So actually, I think she's starting to take in bookings. Uh, I know a lot of people are coming up this Thursday for non-compete clauses. So hopefully not in two yep. days, but next Wednesday we'll actually deliver on some hype uh, from AEW because I'm sure they'll still be building it just like they always are, and maybe Rampage will follow suit. Uh, with that, I think that's all we got this week, unless you had anything else you wanted to touch on. Um, just one, and just want to send out my condolences to Shotzi Blackheart, because she recently lost her father. I know it's not easy losing a parent, so, you know, uh, all the feelings to her, and hope she's surrounded by friends and family, because it's a very difficult time on for her, so I hope she's taking time off that she needs. Um, also, please look out for each other and wear your mask and get some, you know, shots on your arms. <laughs> what about you? Anything from your end? No. Co-sign all those messages. That's, yeah. Hey, this is two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. This is, well, I mean, as long as I can get it out, it's the second week in a row. Let's not count our chickens before they're published. So with that, let me edit this and then try and get it out tomorrow. Hopefully before NXT. <laughs> All right. Catch everybody later. Later.